guys, welcome to Where Faith Meets Conversation with me, the host, Kenke. Um, yeah, I don't know why I changed the name of the podcast anymore. Like, I really wish I could tell you that I knew why I changed the name of my podcast, but I just felt like this this was better. Like, I remember when I changed um, the direction of, like, Talk With Kesby to, like, one particular thing, like, Christianity and faith and stuff. I actually had a friend reach out to me and tell me that um, that she was so glad that I did that because she felt like now it had more direction. And I just feel like maybe changing the name of the podcast is the final direction that I need. Like I needed to just be where faith needs conversation because I mean, yeah, talk with cares be, but at the same time, it's really just where faith needs conversation. This is just going to be a space where faith meets conversation not just faith that exists in your mind or faith that exists in your heart but actually just where faith meets conversation um i actually had this planned for a long time and then i just never did it i think two things were going on in my mind like people would think that i'm doing the absolute most like you know when you're going through so many changes and your changes are kind of like open enough for the world to see that okay she's been doing this thing oh she's doing it again and this and that and I've been podcasting since 2018 and I don't want to say like, I don't want to beat myself up, but like I've known how much like I've either grown or not grown since 2018. So like those type type of things are visible to me. So I just was thinking that maybe people will think like I shouldn't, like what is she doing? Or in fact, at some point I was like, you know what? Like I stopped podcasting because I felt like I shouldn't be doing this because it isn't getting what it's meant to get. It isn't doing what it's meant to do. Do you get that kind of thing? So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to forget about the whole thing. And I just didn't podcast. Like, and there were times that I actually wanted to. There were times that, in fact, I, I had things that I wanted to post. Like, I really, in fact, I think I just convinced myself that maybe it wasn't my space any longer. And I just kind of just shut it off from there. But here again, I'm back again to continue podcasting. I think partially because, yeah, like I really want to continue podcasting. Partially because I feel like, yes, maybe I still need to be podcasting. But like really also for myself, like I feel like this has now in a way kind of become like an audio diary in a way, like documenting like some of my Christian struggles, the things that God is teaching me and stuff like that. I think now I also really want to include my Christian struggles a bit more. I just kind of want to be a bit more open because I was talking to an atheist the other day. He's one of my coworkers. He's a really cool guy. I was talking to an atheist the other day and I just realized that, um, that there are a lot of things that I struggled with, um, as a Christian and that he struggled with, not as a Christian, but as someone who not wants to believe in God, but doesn't understand why people believe in, believe in God. And I mean, that'll be a, a whole other podcast for another day, but it was just so interesting to see that, you know, we have the same kind of questions. We had the same kind of like, not same kind of questions, but we have the same kind of thinking in a way like, oh, why does this happen if there's God? Or if, why does this happen if God exists? And that kind of thing. Like we had similar lines of thinking and we had similar type of like i won't say church hurts but like you know when the church does something to you to make you disbelieve that kind of thing so i want to share a bit more of that and also about what god is teaching me and i'll be like normally maybe i'll make this like an intro episode and like or a teaser or 
like what is going to happen in the episode no i'm just gonna drive dive straight into it i'm just going to tell you guys something really cool that i learned the other day and i don't it's called the leather jacket conundrum i don't know why i want to call it that i don't know what conundrum means exactly i think conundrum means like problem or like decision i don't you know what i don't know what that means but i'm going to say it because it sounds fancy and it sounds cool so i had my eye on a leather jacket like a leather blazer from zara right it it was particularly from zara and i had seen it everywhere i had seen it on my friend i had seen it on my coworker. i was like oh my goodness this looks amazing like I really want this like I really want to have it but like I just looked at the price and the price kind of discouraged me right and the price discouraged me and I was just like you know what Mm, might as well not you know what I mean so I decided to look for an alternative to what I wanted and I found one that came at like a cheaper price from H&M and bear in mind the one from H&M did not look like the one in Zara there was a way that the Zara one looked like in terms of like sheen okay bear in mind I got the jacket, so I know what I'm talking about. So it has a certain level of like shine to it. I don't know how to explain it. Like a certain level of a sheen. And um, the H&M one did not, right? So I went online and I checked the H&M sites and they were like, oh, um, what's it called? They actually said it's not available online and then it's not available in stores. And I was like, mm, these, the, I kid you not, this is exactly what I said to myself. I was like, hmm, these guys are probably lying. I'm going to the store to check for myself. That is what I said. That is actually what I said to myself. Because I was just like, any way to avoid spending the amount of money that I will spend on the Zara jacket, I'm going to go for it. Do you get what I mean? So, okay. So I live in a building, right? And this building is closer to the Zara than it is close to the H&M. Like, the Zara is literally like maybe two stops from my house. The H&M is all the way like three, four, five, a lot, a lot more stops. Like it's, it's a cool journey, not a journey, but like it's, it's a further away from my house. Okay. In terms of like walking distance, the Zara is like maybe like, like 10, not 10 to 12 minutes, 13 minutes, 15 minutes max. And the H&M is like a 40 minute walk almost yeah so i just to give you like difference right so i was like yeah no i'm going to go to the h&m i'm going to check they're probably lying it's probably there in store people probably don't know it's there and i went to the store i looked and then i asked the people working there i was like do you have this thing in store and then they were like yeah we do we have it upstairs go check upstairs this is a funny like not long but it's a kind of long story please bear with me so i went upstairs i looked and I looked, 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 and I didn't find it. I was like, fair enough. I went to check another H&M, guys. I went to another H&M to check. I was like, they probably have it in another H&M. And they didn't, right? Fine. This is the moral of my story. The reason why I find this really interesting is because I still had to go back to the Zara that is closer to me. I still had to go back to the Zara that was closer to me. In fact, when I got there, they didn't have my size. And now, like, size out. I now asked the person working there was like, oh, do you have this, but in like size small? And they were like, oh yeah, we have that in the store. Let me just go check that for you. But that's, that's like the end of the story. But I want to get into the quick thing that God was really teaching me. So the thing that God taught me was why should I settle for something that I don't want just because it comes at a greater cost? And that was the moral of the story. And I found that really interesting because I think that 
a lot of Christians have been taught to settle and have been taught to manage. And I was telling my friends this over the weekend, how there's a great difference between settling for something, settling for something and having to manage something and actually getting something that you want. And I think that a lot of us or a lot, or at least me personally, there are many times in my life where I know what I want. I know the thing that I want and I would look at the thing that I want as something so unattainable that I would just settle for what I think I can get or what I think I can afford. And literally God was telling me in that space, in that moment, that there's no reason why you should have to settle for something that you don't want in the wait for the thing that you now want or the the, the thing that you actually want. So I think what happened that day was I was now telling myself that maybe I will buy a normal blazer while I wait to get the leather blazer. Or at a point in time, I was like, you know what? In fact, I saw another blazer, which was like satin in look. So it kind of looked leather from a distance, but it, it wasn't when you went up close. Hmm. And I literally was understanding from that statement that, or from that like whole incident that you would literally settle for something that looks like what you want as opposed to the thing that is actually what you want and i feel like a lot of us or let me not say a lot of us i personally go through that a lot where i know what i want and because i know what i want and i know what doesn't look like it i will settle for what doesn't look like it because i can't i think i can't have what i actually want and i think that's so interesting because why should you have to manage what you don't want or why should you have to manage what you don't want in the wait for something that you want? And I think that because some of us, or me, let me not say some of us, I get impatient waiting for the thing that I want, that I go to what I don't want. In fact, I may not even be waiting for the thing that I don't want. I may just think that that thing is too unattainable. Like this, uh, this jacket, I literally just thought that it was coming at too great of a cost. Guys, keep in mind, I can afford this jacket. I can actually buy it, but I convinced myself that it was too costly for me to get. So I should get something that doesn't cost as much. And when I feel, that's the thing. And when I feel that when I buy the jacket, it won't cost me as much, then I should go and get it. Wow. Like literally, I told myself that I'm going to wait until it doesn't cost me as much to get it. Then I'll get it. So I should get something that doesn't cost me as much. And I think that me in my life, what has happened is that I have, I have settled for what doesn't cost me as much because I don't like, I don't necessarily feel it or I don't necessarily, um, experience a great, um, like, I don't know, like a great weight for it or exactly. I don't know if you get what I mean. But I think that I've gone through that so many times that it's now almost like my mindset. It's not like the mindset that I have that, you know what? The thing that I actually want is too far away from me. So I'm going to admire it from a distance. I'm not going to go for the thing that I actually want. And I'm going to just manage my situation and keep eyeing that thing from a distance. And I think that that has a lot that has less to do with, you know, me just wanting things and me not getting them. And then it has more to do with the, the kind of faith that I have. The kind of faith that I have that doesn't allow me to go for the things that I actually want. So what happened at, that, at this journey was literally a perspective shift. Because the amount of energy that it took for me to, to ex like ex 
expect i don't know what the english is but the kind of energy it took for me to go to the different h&ms was way more than the energy that it took for me to actually just get to the zara and buy the jacket at the zara that i bought it at i find that so interesting because mentally speaking i had already told myself that the h&m jacket comes at a lesser cost to my wallet but it, it literally caused me so much stress to go to those h&ms just for me to go back to the zara that was closest to my house just because it came at a greater like um what's it called again fiscal cost as opposed to you know the h&m jacket if that makes sense Obviously, like, this is not me saying that if you go out and you see the same thing that you're looking for at a cheaper price elsewhere, that you shouldn't go for it. By all means, please do go for it. But it just had me thinking about the times that I've sold my faith short just because I feel like something is too far away from me. And I don't know where that kind of thing comes from. I don't know whether it comes from, like, childhood or, like, from school in a way of thinking that you can't have the things that you want to have maybe because i don't know for whatever reason like me personally i don't know where that has its roots in but i do know that those roots have really formed a plant and a tree in my mind so it really has taken me to undergo some kind of perspective change in the sense that i can't keep looking at my faith as something that can't attain the things that it wants and i think that partially okay yes i think when people talk about not settling yes a lot of the time it's really about relationships and this applies to that too but this applies to me mainly in like i don't know why but it applies to me mainly in careers and mainly in like life goals and like the things that i want out of life and i realized that there are things that i know that i want there are things that in my mind that i want and I can't really have the faith to get it because I think it's something that I shouldn't have or I think it's something that I can't have. Like, I can't count how many times I've caught myself looking at someone on Instagram. This is a really, really bad example. But like looking at someone on Instagram, admiring what they have and being like, oh, I want that. But then literally keeping myself where I am because I'm just like, oh, even though I want that, I can't possibly have that like that is what i tell myself and i realize that it's my faith that is not allowing me my faith is so limited that it's not allowing me to actually go out and achieve the things that i want and the reason why i say it's a faith thing is because i i kind of um i kind of always play it safe um in general i kind of play it safe when it comes to life when it comes and i think that that just means that i'm playing it safe with god and that is a personal thing to me it may look different to you but me playing it safe with god is not even necessarily me saying that oh i don't think that god can do it i actually think me personally i look at what god does in other people's lives so me i know fully well that god can do it and I know fully, I believe fully well in God, but I think I don't believe fully well that God can do it for me or that that is what God wants for me. I think that that's the problem. The problem is I always tell myself that probably that's not what God wants for me. And I will now not be able to tell myself, okay, I don't know what God wants for you, but it's probably not that. So just forget about that. Or just don't look at that. Like, forget about it. Do you get what I mean? And I realized that it's my faith that is not really allowing me. My faith is literally staying at the mustard seed. You know, people tell you, oh, faith has a mustard seed. But the thing is that faith, the mustard tree is exponentially greater than the mustard seed. 
because that mustard seed needs to be planted i'm keeping my faith in seed form that's my that's oh that was my problem i keep my faith in seed form in the sense that i like to look at it oh i have this faith it exists but i'm so terrified to plant it you know what i mean and in in to, to mirror the the leather jacket conundrum i think it's that i think that it may come at a greater cost to me than to play it safe with god you know when you you know what to do just enough to tick the boxes that yes you're a christian or yes you believe in god oh yes jesus died for your sins that kind of thing you know those things that you can ask god for or you can tell god that just it ticks the boxes enough like it just does what it needs to do enough just to to prove to yourself that yeah okay yeah you have faith so that doesn't mean i don't have faith for things i have faith for things but i realize that that faith for things really or in fact even even better faith for other people ah i believe god for other people but i just realized that when it comes to my life when it comes to my situations when it comes to my personal experiences of life i do not have the same faith and i wonder why that is i wonder why that is and i think it's because i just don't ever feel like i'm capable enough of attaining the things that god actually wants me to have and i don't I I can tell you guys now for free. I don't know why. I don't know where that comes from. And I don't know why that is. And I don't know whether it's a thing of like, oh, you know, when you don't do well in like school. I literally, guys, I literally had like a school um, staff. Let me just say school staff. Tell me that because I was roommates with a person that was like achieving way better in school, that that's probably where my grades increased yeah i that was what somebody said to me and i wish i wish i could even say that this happened to me when i was like what 10 11 (laughs) no this happened to me when i was like 18 (laughs) this happened to me when i was like what 18 yeah i was 18 either 17 or 18 or i was about to turn 18 yeah around that area of time the person that she said to me they are probably doing better in school because you are now roommates with this other person now of course that doesn't it I mean, iron sharpens iron, you know what I mean? But like, I think that that also adds or that may add or that may be one of the plethora of reasons why I think that some things can happen for me while some things can't or some things I cannot believe myself for, but I can see it in other people and believe myself, believe God for that other person. And I think maybe in, in light of that, maybe to challenge myself and you in a by extension to not let your past or not let the things that people have said to you or said about you hold you back from the things that you can actually do and the things that god wants to do in you and obviously that's easier said than done i know because i still kind of not struggle with it regularly but i it's still something that like, you know, it's, it warps my mind in a way because when you're trying or when you want to do something or when you want to achieve something, and I don't even think it's a cautious thing of remembering that, ah, this person said to me, this to me in 2020, whatever, or in 2002, and because the person said that, I can't do this thing. I don't even think it happens like that for everyone. I know it happens like that for some people. I know it doesn't happen like that for me, but it's it's almost like a kind of like, oh my God, I, I'm daring to take the first step, but I shouldn't because, you know, it's just safer where I am. 
and that's so weird because one of these days i just prayed to god and i was like god like this is me wow this is me being very open but i i prayed to god one time and i was like god like wherever i am like staying in the boat instead of like going out into the deep with you like just pull me into the deep like that's literally what i told god and i realized that generally speaking i've been playing it safe i've been like you know taking it so easy so easy because that's what comes at a lesser cost but when you now look at things from the grand scheme of things the the more you play it safe with yourself like the longer you stay out of purpose or stay out of places that God actually intends for you to be like the longer you you constrict yourself or you keep your seed I I say your seed your faith that mustard seed the more you prevent it from you know growing that tree you know what I mean and it's I would like it's hard though it's a very very hard thing it's not an easy thing it's not an easy thing to come by but I think that when that God asked me, why would you settle for what you don't want? I can't, as it, and I'll tell you what happened. What happened was that I, when I was not looking for another thing, I was looking for a pair of shoes. Yeah. I was looking for a pair of shoes. I was, I was putting together an outfit. So I was looking for a pair of shoes and I walked into different stores and I was like, I want, like, I would look at a pair of shoes and I'm like, this is not what I'm looking for. Oh, this is not what I'm looking for. Hmm, this is not what I'm looking for. Like, usually, if you, like, I can't say if you know me because I don't think people really cautiously know this about me. But if I go somewhere, right, and I see a pair of shoes that I like and I can't have it or I tell myself that I can't have it, I will look for something alternative, lesser, and I'll just be like, oh, okay, like, I'll manage this. And honestly speaking, that day, I had to now constantly remind myself that this pair of shoes on the shoes that you want or oh, these these shoes on the shoes that you like and you're not going to manage them i actually had to now cautiously tell myself that you aren't going to manage this you aren't going to manage this you aren't going to manage this like that is what i have now had to ask myself and i think that that is where i'm getting to with this that in the space where you feel like you can't go out and get what you want or in the space where Oh, you can't, you feel like you can't have this or you can't have that. Or you tell yourself those things. Or in fact, some other people may tell, some other people may be the ones ones telling you. That's another thing. And other people may be the ones telling you. I think that you have to now put yourself in the uncomfortable. And I stress the word uncomfortable position of telling yourself that if this is not what you want, then don't settle for it. If this is not what you want, then don't manage this. If this is not what you want, then don't convince yourself that it is what you want. Like, I feel like you shouldn't have to convince yourself of what you want. You should either know what you want or not. And you should be able to state what you want. And I realize at the same time that if you can't decide what you want, you will actually be subconsciously receiving less every time. And you will just know that this is not what you want. But because you are afraid of defining what you want, you would actually just receive whatever is given to you. Like I was talking to somebody about this. I was just like, if you can't say that, oh, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I like. You would subconsciously be receiving things that you don't like. You will know that you don't like them. But because you can't really say what you like without feeling like, oh, this, another person may think, 
I'm doing too much. Or somebody else might think I'm too extra. Or you now start thinking within yourself that you're too extra. You just manage and you just take whatever you're given. But the reality is you have to be able to say what you want. Know what you want. And be able to create a clear difference between what you want and what you don't want. Okay. Does this mean that you should not be mindful of your wallet? No. Does this mean that you should not be prudent? No. Does this mean that um, you should go around being, I don't know, whatever the word may be, as to regarding what you want? No, I'm not saying that at all. I think it was just an interesting thing for me to note that I could afford the jacket. In fact, I had actually laid out the budget for the jacket because I was trying to put a look together. I had actually laid out the budget for the jacket, but I was just like, I am not going to buy it. I'm not going to get it because it's too expensive. And the thing is that, like, wow, God may have already given you the skills, given you the talent, given you everything that you need for the space that you are meant to go into. And you would tell yourself that even though you have all those resources, even if you have all those things that you can't go into that space. And I'm here to remind you that you have all those things to go into the space that is required for you. It's a higher risk, but it's a higher reward. And I'm going to give you the scripture that is very, very necessary for this story that I'm telling, which is the parable of the talents. And that is that the master gave three um, stewards, three talents, three different talents. One, he gave five, I believe. The other, he gave two. And the last, he gave one. And the first two, they literally took the highest risk that they could have taken with their money, which was to go out and double it. You know what I mean? They took their money out and they said, you know what? We're going to, we're going to do with this thing what we can with this thing. Do you understand? And hopefully they actually, it was, it was in hope. Hopefully this thing will yield the return that we wanted to yield. And they both got double. So what I'm saying is don't be like the last steward who had one talent, knowing fully well that he had only one talent. And instead of going out with that talent, he dug it into the ground and said, I will protect this talent at all costs. I would watch over this talent. I will, in fact, I will hide this talent. Nobody should see it because, you know, you never know what somebody can do if they see this talent. I'm going to keep it in a space where it can't be touched, where it can't be held. And just, it, he just hid it there. And when the master came, he was like, why didn't you take a chance on your talent? Why didn't you take a chance? I know it's only one, but why didn't you take a chance? And I think that's a scary thing. When you know, like, it's like a one chance thing. It's like a one opportunity thing. It's like a one time thing. But at the same time, it's only, it's only, it only ever takes one thing. It only ever takes one chance. It only ever takes one opportunity to really double the thing or to really get you to where you want to be or to really take you to that place where you want to go. Honestly speaking, this message right here is for me because I have not wanted to do this podcast for like a while. But then I remember the thing that I wanted to do. And I was like, you know, this podcast, I will do it. You know what I mean? I will do it. So that is what I have to tell you guys today. Don't be the steward with one talent who hid their talent. Try taking a risk with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Please do read your word. Please do pray. (laughs) 
but with your talent and go out and you never know what's going to happen like that is honestly true so yeah that is what i have to tell you today have a great day everyone